Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we will unlock the book Social, Why Our Brains Are Wired to Connect. Have you heard of this interesting statistic? A study found that the lifespan of internet celebrities is longer than that of average people. Many people find this unbelievable, but it's true. An internet celebrity receives virtual flowers, applause, and compliments from others during their live broadcasts, which fully meets the psychological need for social interaction. The higher the number of compliments, the happier people will feel, thus increasing the possibility of living longer. Regardless of whether it is a real-life or virtual social connection, people who socialize are always happier than those of us who don't. Everyone needs social connection. Many of us tweet and share pictures on Instagram, and fulfill such a need when we receive likes and comments from our followers. Many people who are frustrated in the real world even turn to the virtual world for comfort, because the internet caters to their need for social connection. Everyone wants harmonious social and interpersonal relationships, but these seem to be extremely elusive. Many of us are annoyed about our lack of interpersonal relationships and try various means of improvement. We may read lots of books on this topic, but are still lousy at social communication. In actuality, we all have inborn potential to socialize, and our physiological mechanisms determine our sensitivity to social connection. However, many people are not aware of this. Today's book Social, looks at the mechanisms of the human brain. It explains the human nature of social communication through a series of rigorous experiments and data. It also introduces some scientific methods on how to improve our social skills. After this bookie, you will also be able to gain insights into others' thoughts and emotions, quickly build interpersonal relationships, and therefore achieve a successful career and acquire fortune. The author of this book Dr. Matthew D. Lieberman, is one of the leading authorities on, and the founder of Social Cognitive Neuroscience. He obtained his doctoral degree in social psychology at Harvard University in 1999, and received the Distinguished Scientific Award by the American Psychological Association in 2007. He is currently a professor of psychology at the University of California, Los Angeles, as well as the chief editor of the scientific journal, Social Cognitive and Effective Neuroscience. Next, we will illustrate the three driving forces of social communication, connection, mind-reading, and harmonizing. Let's start with connection. By definition, we can understand that it refers to the link between people. If one has a lot of friends and acquaintances, it means that this person connects widely with other people, and thus feels a greater sense of joy and happiness. In contrast, the death of one's closest loved ones will lead to social loss and a painful feeling, which is called social pain. Social pain is processed in the same part of the brain as physical pain. In fact, the former generates more pain than the latter. Connection serves as the basis of interpersonal relationships. If it fails to be established, social communication cannot proceed smoothly. This explains precisely why people are afraid of being rejected. Some people don't dare express their love openly due to their fear of rejection. They would rather hide their emotions, and never have the guts to tell others. 
A comedian once told a joke that people's number one fear was public speaking. Death was number two. This is not merely a joke, but is also supported by scientific research. In 1973, a survey of 2,500 people showed that 41% of respondents feared public speaking, and only 19% feared death. How about you? Are you the same? Why on earth are people so afraid of public speaking? Some say that they are shy, others say that they are scared of becoming a laughing stock. However, in the end, it's because they are afraid of the failure to establish a connection with the audience. The default mode of our brains is social thinking, which takes place continuously. One study found that 70% of content in our daily conversations is social in nature. The rest of the time, the default mode is still thinking about social connection. Therefore, the statement that our brains are intrinsically wired to connect is supported by scientific research. That's why when a person's friend doesn't reply to his or her texts or messages in a timely manner, that person will become easily upset. That person's default network has been preoccupied with the lack of response and brainstorms countless reasons for it, he doesn't love me anymore, he'd rather do something else than reply, he must be with another woman. Does this sound familiar to you? The book introduces an interesting experiment. Before the start of the experiment, two fake participants were planted in a room, and told to pretend they didn't know each other. When the actual participant entered the room, one of the fake participants picked up a tennis ball on the floor and threw it to the accomplice. They then proceeded to throw it to the actual participant, so that the ball was tossed around in a triangle. However, after a while, the two fake participants stopped throwing the ball to the actual participant, but continued throwing it back and forth to each other. After entering the lab, all of them went through an MRI scan, magnetic resonance imaging. The results showed that the actual participant's brain region that conveys the feeling of pain, was more active than the other two. It showed that he was very angry and upset, because he was left out of the game. When people's social connection is cut off, they will experience severe pain. For the same reason, people suffer from pain and sorrow when they lose their family members, loved ones, or a close friend, or when they feel homesick. Conversely, they will gain more social pleasure and happiness by increasing social connections. Some of you probably learned that human needs take the form of a pyramid. We first need a base of our most basic physiological and safety needs. Only when they are fulfilled, are we able to generate higher level needs for social connection and self-esteem. This comes from the theory of the hierarchy of human needs proposed by the famous psychologist Abraham Maslow. However, the author puts forward an argument in the book that refutes Maslow's opinion. According to the author, social needs should be moved to the bottom of the pyramid. Why is that? To find out, he suggests that we take a look at infants. Although infants need water, food, and shelter, these are not the most basic needs for them. Instead, it is most imperative for them to establish social links and receive care. Therefore, like physiological needs, Social needs should also belong to the basic level that must be satisfied. Given the significance of connection and the great happiness it brings about the question, how can we achieve it? The author points out that the key requirement lies in cooperation. Others are not as selfish as we think, and cooperation is human nature. 
Here, cooperation not only refers to co-workers working together in a company, but also helping and sharing with others. Scientists did an experiment, in which they asked people to choose from two options. Option one was to receive $5 and spend it at will. Option two was to give up two of the $5, so that kids in poor regions would get a $5 donation. It turned out that most people were willing to give up $2 to help those poor kids. As Gorky wrote in the letter to his son, giving is always more delightful than taking. Many companies notice this and apply the principle to their marketing strategies. For example, KFC launched a charity project of bringing nutritious breakfast to poor kids with $1 in different countries and regions. With each purchase, $1 would be donated to children in poverty-stricken areas to buy them a nutritious breakfast. In this way, customers can fulfill their daily needs, while at the same time help others through consumption. Their social pleasure and happiness are greatly increased. Hence, they are more likely to choose KFC compared to other fast food chains, which in turn brings KFC huge business profits. That's all for part 1. We have discussed the first driving force in social relationships, which is connection. When we fail to establish a social connection, we will suffer from fear. In contrast, we will feel contented when we achieve a wide connection with others. Additionally, we also talked about a common misunderstanding of emotional needs. The author argues against the notion that, physiological needs come before emotional ones. In fact, emotional needs are as important and strong as physiological ones. The way to establish a wide connection is to cooperate with and offer help to others, which will allow us to gain a sense of happiness. Next, let's move on to the second driving force, mind reading. Today we are just sharing limited bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features.